the Successful Woman Radio Show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net. Empower you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Happy Monday to you, Queen. This is Queen Trina Movie, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live this beautiful day. As always, bringing you inspiration, motivation, and ways to make your business, your dreams, and your ideas, guess what? A huge success. Well, here we are on this beautiful Labor Day. Uh, I'm broadcasting live to you from the beautiful city of Atlanta. And how interesting it is that it's Labor Day and we are here to talk about starting your own business or growing your own business, right? So I just want to give a salute to all of those women who have worked nine-to-five jobs, who are currently working nine-to-five jobs, or um, and that you are working hard towards, you know, starting your own business, whether it's part-time or full-time. And so this is a holiday in the U.S. where uh, we celebrate, right, the act of labor, the act of all of those people uh, out there working the jobs. And I want to give a special shout-out and a salute to people who are restaurant workers, public works workers, right? Uh, all of those people that we see out on the streets fixing the roads or fixing the light poles and uh, the telephone wires. I want to give a special salute to all of those people because those are tough jobs, right? Those are, those are jobs that are very, very hard, and yet we have individuals that uh, are doing that. They are talented at what they do, and so I just want to give a special salute uh, to those individuals. So this is the first Monday in September. Wow, here we are, the fourth the in the almost in the fourth quarter and September is very pivotal. You know, yesterday we had our top of the month goal setting session. Now this was a live working session. And for those of you that missed it, you really missed something very, very special because we talked about you know, why we couldn't achieve goals the previous month, what we need to do to move forward. And then we looked at the proper system and techniques of goal setting, which is very key, right? And so, again, um, we're at the top of the month. So if you are a bronze or silver member at Women About Biz, you still have that opportunity to participate by going into our new member portal. So if you have not gotten yourself registered yet uh, over at uh, our member portal, this is something that you need to do. You can simply go to member.womenaboutbiz.net. Again, member.womenaboutbiz.net. You can click on sign up and you can make your selection uh, of that free membership and take advantage of that. And when you're ready, you move up to the Civil Club. I'm excited about our goal setting club because we really worked hard today on our goals. Many of us discovered a lot of things about why certain goals were not accomplished. But the biggest thing that came out of it is the level of commitment that we must have in order to make things happen in our business. And so, again, if you miss that, there's still time to participate, but you need to definitely get yourself registered for our new member portal where everything is happening at. And I'll talk about our member portal again in just a little bit. 
At this time, I want to go to God in prayer. So thankful for waking up yet another day. I don't take that for granted, nor should you. And we always want to be grateful to God for everything that he's given to us. So let us go to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for allowing us to wake up this morning and to have yet another day to accomplish our business dreams and goals. Bless us, O Lord, as we pursue being queens of organization, queens of action, and queens of leadership, Lord. Let us not procrastinate on our business goals and tasks, but be steadfast, unmovable, and unshakable. We ask for a special blessing over those businesswomen and women, Lord, that might be struggling with debt, feeling alone and isolated, and just not sure which way to turn. Let them know, Father, that they are not alone. Give them that inner peace, O Lord, and strengthen them and send resources and others like us, dear Lord, to them that can help. We thank you for all of the blessings that you have given us, and we embrace and accept those blessings that are yet to come. Father, thank you so much for Successful Woman Radio. Please give me the ready recollection of words and resources and information to share with the listeners that will support them, that will motivate and inspire them to grow their business. We ask all of these things, Lord, in your son Christ's name. Amen. Again, a big welcome to all of you queens for being a part of the show today. I know you didn't have to do that. It is a holiday, but I do want to to thank you so very much for being here with me. So during the month of September, right, we, at the top of every month, we always have a new theme, and that's no different with September, right? So for this month, we will be exploring the theme, business details that you need to know about, right? There are just certain things in business that every businesswoman should know about. And as the CEO of your business, these are things that you should be paying particular or close attention to. So again, um, I'm excited about sharing these details with you and things that you need to know about. And this is a really good opportunity for you to take some good notes and to really ask yourself the questions, how can I implement what Queen Trina is sharing? How can I implement these things in my business or in my life? And this is very, very key. We have an exciting show lineup for you today, five questions of business leadership, Preparing Your Mind for Greatness, we've got some announcements for you, and then today we're also going to be talking about budgeting. What do you need to do to create a marketing budget? So this is the beginning of business details that you need to know about, and I'm very excited about all of the things that I'll be sharing with you this month. So again, if you haven't already, you know, go ahead and get a pen and notepad out and be take really, really good notes. We're going to go ahead and move right into the five questions of business leadership, starting with question number one, have I set my business foundation? Of course, within this one question, this is such a big question, you just can't say, have I set my business foundation without us giving you some guidance on what you need to be thinking about for your foundation. So we have five core areas. Eric, core area number one, we want to talk about legal structure and setup. Again, have you set up your LLC? Have you um, obtained your tax EIN? 
These are two very pieces, very important pieces of documents that you're going to need. Your LLC, of course, protects your, your assets, uh, it protect your personal assets. It gives you a more professional stance as a business owner. It allows you to build your business credit properly. And of course, once you've incorporated, then you can um, obtain your tax EIN. You know, I've had a lot of people ask me a question, but if they say, I've already got my tax EIN, do I need to get another one? Well, the answer to that is, remember, a corporation is a separate entity. So therefore, you will need to give it its own tax EIN. So whether you were a sole proprietor and you had a tax EIN or not, you don't use the same tax EIN that you use for your sole proprietorship. You've got to have a different tax EIN for your new legal structure, which would be that LLC that you set up. So keep that in mind. Core area number two is strategy, right? As the CEO of your business, you definitely want to become a master at strategic planning. You know, to get started, ask yourself questions such as, what do I want to experience this quarter? What will I do to support my vision and goals for the business? How will I implement the task to support my goals, right? How are those going to be implemented? And who will I delegate to? In other words, meaning that you shouldn't necessarily be the only one that's doing everything in your business. Just because you are a sole owner does not mean that you are the only person that's supposed to be doing something in your business. This is where most women um, start to feel overwhelmed because they are going down the wrong thought path when it comes to running a business. Here's the thing. There are three pivotal roles that have to be played in a business, and I've talked about these three roles before, right? Visionary entrepreneur, okay, manager, and laborer. Oftentimes, as businesswomen, we have a tendency to keep ourselves in the labor role, so it's very difficult often for us to see ourselves as the visionary, the CEO of the business, and so therefore, we have a tendency to work in the business as an employee rather than working on the business as the CEO. So again, becoming a strategic planner and uh, means that you are going to jump into your CEO role, and of course, these thought paths you know, about being the CEO of your business, um, you know, not always being that laborer that's working in the business, but really learning how to balance those three roles, visionary, uh, entrepreneur, which is that CEO role, manager, and laborer, that is very important. You know, and when I use the term balance, it doesn't mean evenly. It just means for your business, for you, you've got to determine the percentage of time that you're going to work in each of those roles until you can replace someone in those roles, therefore, you know, increasing the time that you have to work as a CEO in your business. So again, I just wanted to say that because so many times business women, again, they work uh, as you know, as the Lone Ranger, the isolated island, and not wanting to let others help them with their business. And I think the biggest mistake that we could ever do is not to not to realize that we uh, should not be doing everything on our own, but we should be depending on others who even have more talent and knowledge than we have to do certain tasks within our business, okay? And core area number three is 
asking yourself that question, have I formed my power team? And this is very, uh, this relates a lot to what I just got through talking about, about doing everything on your own. You need to form a power team. The power team isn't in uh, employees, a power team is that group of contracted professionals that you use when you need them. When you don't, they're off taking care of other clients, right? But a power team is a terminology that you use internal to your business. So you don't necessarily go around telling everybody, you're going to be on my power team. It's not a bragging word. But it is, it is a term that's internal in your business that, that helps you to kind of segment and separate that you have this group of people that when you need them, they are ready to assist and help you to get your business to a different level, okay? And you can have graphic designers on your power team. You can have website designers. You can have people who know how to write articles. You can have different resources on your power team, but the one thing that must happen is that you must get in your quiet space, figure out what are all the types of help that you could use in your business, then you must go about your business vetting those people. You must be able to interview people. You must be able to see their work and determine who you want to work with, establish the relationship, right? and place their phone numbers, email, everything that you need to know about them in your phone. So at the click of a fingertip, you can go ahead and get in contact with them when you need them. So this power team concept is very powerful. It it, uh, applies to the internal side of your business and how you're going to get others to help you with your business, but it's not something that you can do overnight. This is why when someone um, needs a web designer or they need a graphic designer or they need a copywriter or they need someone to help them with their funnel, putting their marketing funnel together, this is why people stumble because they don't know who to ask because they haven't taken the time to research, to ask other business associates who they are using. And it's not that easy to find someone overnight, right? You end up possibly choosing the wrong person and paying too much money because you, you're, you haven't had that opportunity to research Um, the field that you need assistance in, you haven't had the opportunity to call and ask people who are you using, Um, you haven't had that, that time to do your due diligence. And you have to do due diligence for each and every person that you are wanting on your power team, okay? So I want you to keep this in mind because the role of the CEO is very important. There is much for us to do in that role. But again, when you keep yourself in the labor role, all of these things that I mentioned really go by the wayside and which causes you not to see the results you want in your business. Let's move on to core area number four, automated marketing. You have to ask yourself, am I using automated marketing in my business? And if the answer is no, then you've got to ask yourself why. Because we are living in a technological society that, you you know, everybody is using the Internet, right? And um, the percentage that of people that are advertising on the Internet and marketing on the Internet now has gone from like 
60% now up to like 85%. The percentages are very high. This is why it's going to be so important for you to take advantage of automation. You know, here we are living in a time where, uh, and, you know, where technology has really advanced and it allows us to do a lot of things that's going to save us time. And a lot of those repetitive tasks that we might have had to do in the past, we no longer have to do those repetitive tasks. So again, that is a blessing. And so automated marketing can really help you in many ways. And so this is the time for you to start thinking about business automation, which parts of automation can you use and how you're going to use it, okay? And then core area five uh, in the first question, because we're still in question one, core area five in setting your business foundation is, are you prepared to receive the money? Okay, so this is very key. There are, there are four areas that I want you to take a look at as you prepare to receive the money, the, the profit that you're going to be making in your business, the revenue, the income. You need to have that business checking account, right? It would be great if you could have a business checking in the name of your LLC or your corporation. You need to have a really good bookkeeping system. You need to have that merchant account that accepts credit cards, right? And I always recommend three, which are PayPal, Square, and Stripe. Register for those three. And then you need to have a cash flow spreadsheet that allows you to project and to take a look at how your money is going to come in, how many clients you need in order to generate a certain amount of, of profit, all of this can be done utilizing the cash flow principle, okay? And so, again, these are things that you need to be concerned about. So in question number one, have I set my business foundation? These five core areas are areas as the CEO that you need to pay close attention to. Now, we're moving on to question two as we look at the five questions of business leadership. Question two is, what are the top three business goals this month? Again, what are my top three business goals this month? So we talked about how important it is for you to plan, but really, you know, the right way to do this is, is by making sure that you identify goals that are going to help you to get to where you, where you want to be. And so what are the top three goals for this month? And I always use three goals because you can really overwhelm yourself and set yourself up to fail if you start listing out too many goals that you're trying to accomplish, unless you have others on your power team that you're going to assign particular projects to, and then you become the overseer. But if you are doing it just by yourself, then those three business goals are enough okay, and you need to identify what those actually are going to be. Number three is, do I have my power team in place? So, you know, once you identify who needs to be on your power team and you vetted them, now do you have everything in place? Do you know who you're going to? You actually have set up a group of professionals in your phone that are part of your internal work power team so that when you need them, you can immediately call them. You know how much they're, you know what their rates are, how much they're going to charge you. They know who you are because you've had a meeting, you've talked to one another before. So again, this is very, very pivotal. And then number four is, am I being consistent 
with marketing and communication. Listen, the only way that you are going to be able to um, improve in marketing and really start seeing great results for generating your leads and with really um, knowing your target audience is that you've got to learn to be very consistent in marketing so that you can measure the results that are happening. And when you're not consistent, you're working against your business instead of for your business. So marketing and communications really needs to be extremely consistent. And then last but not least, number five in the five questions of business leadership, on a scale of one to 10, what's your belief level? Yeah, we've got to go there. We've got to, this, this is a question that we have to be so gut-wrenchingly honest with it. And I use those words not lightly. We have to really get beneath the core of living life on the surface where we're not willing to be with beneath the surface. Because our belief level about are we able to be that CEO, are we able to run a successful business, our belief level is tied directly to our business success. And so if, if, if we're not being successful, if we're not generating that income, we would like to, then we've got to really go back and look at that belief level because belief, the level we need, um, if it's high enough, it's going to help you to keep moving forward. It's going to help you to really um, be very committed and uh, to your business, and it's going to help you to seek help and to, to delegate and to really look at those people who need to be a part of your power team and help you. So if you're taking action, if you're seeing those being accomplished, if you're do items being marked complete on things that you have purpose to do, then your belief level is working in the direction that it should be. But if not, if not seeing things being done, um, weeks, months, or years have passed by, and you feel like you're just in a, you know, basically on, on the wheel just spinning, and you you still are trying to work on the same things that you were trying to work on last year or the year before, what have you, this is, this is a time where you really need to stop, and you really need to look at your belief level. Has it have anything to do with all of the other things mentioned about automation and setting your goals and all of those different things. None of those things really can, can happen for you until your belief level is at the right level. So what level of belief am I talking about? Well, I ask you to grade yourself on a scale of 1 to 10, with 10 being the highest. And I would say anybody that is on a, from a 7 through 10, you're really on your way to having that right level of belief. And the level of belief that you should be having is, I refer to it as unshakable. That level of belief that's so deeply rooted that it compels you to take that swift and immediate action and your goals. You see, you don't let other people get in, in front of your dreams and goals and what you have purpose for yourself. You don't put other people in front of you, right? It's very important. And I think this is one of the things that causes so much stress and depression in women. It's we want one thing, but yet we are taking actions to help other people do, do things. We, we are putting everybody in front of ourselves. And then uh, internally, you know, we're causing ourselves, you know, stress. 
And then we, we end up feeling unhappy because we're not pursuing and being who we need to be for God and for ourselves. So keep in mind that God says to love your neighbor as yourself, right? And what that means is that you can't love your neighbor. You can't do anything else for anybody else unless you put the air mask on first for yourself, right? And so if you don't put the air mask on first, what happens? You could end up suffocating. You could end up hurting yourself, and then you can't help anybody. And so you must always be willing to love yourself first and to do what you need to do to make some things happen. Put that business in priority. You should have automatically, you know, uh, eliminated some activities that you may have been doing. You should have automatically looked at those activities that you need to eliminate in order to make room and space to properly run your business. Unfortunately, there are a lot of business women that are trying to do it all, and you just can't, okay? It's only one of you, and you're going to burn yourself out, and then you're going to cause yourself not to even like the world of business. You're going to, I've had so many people to say to me, well, I figured out I'm not entrepreneurial. This is not for me, when in actuality, they cause their own um business failure. They cause the issue by not looking at how serious it is to be the CEO of your own company, regardless of how small it is. Everybody still has to do the same thing. You've got to market your business, you've got to generate leads, and you've got to close the sale. So again, this these things are very important for you to think about, which, which is why I created the five questions of business leadership. Ask these questions of yourself as often as you need to in order to hone in on your skills, to strengthen yourself as the CEO. Now, with that said, I want all of you to know that if you go to the left-hand menu in the member portal and click on the last text link in the bottom menu, podcast, it has resources shared, and you click on resources shared, and I've got the five questions of business leadership listed out for you, okay? You can copy and paste that onto a Google Doc or a Word Doc and have it available to yourself if you need to see them printed out. They're right there for you in the members portal. So again, it's very important for you to ask yourself these five questions of business leadership as often as you need to. It is 12.26 after the hour. You are listening to no other than the Successful Woman Radio Show. Hey, I've got a quick question for you. I've had so many people to tell me how much they like the show and what the show is doing for them. I have a lot of longtime listeners as well. Many women have been listening to the show for more than 10 years. But my big question to you is, are you sharing the show? Are you letting other people know about Successful Woman Radio? Are you telling them about womenaboutbiz.net? You know, the one thing that I, I think we have to do as businesswomen is bless the lives of other businesswomen, right? Spread the news about resources that are valid, resources that are going to help other women to start and grow their businesses as well. So if you have not, I sure would appreciate the blessing 
the favor to go ahead and let other women know about Successful Woman Radio. So you know that the show comes on every Monday at 12 noon Eastern, regardless of whether it's a holiday, regardless of the weather, what's going on, you can depend that we will be there for you. So if you know this, the first thing you need to do is mark your calendar. Go ahead and put it as a recurring event in your calendar at 12 noon. Even if you aren't able to make it sometime, still put it in your calendar. And then make it your business to share Successful Woman Radio with at least two other women every week so that you are spreading the word, you are blessing the show as the show blesses you. That would be such a wonderful favor if you could do that for me. And then again, don't forget, we have a new member portal. So now if you want to listen to previous broadcast of the show is very, very easy for you to do that, whether you are wanting to listen to it on your phone or your notepad, iPad, desktop, or laptop. Guess what? We have it right there in the member portal for you. All you have to do is click play, and it will be there um, for you. So again, you know, share the show, marketing your calendar so that you don't forget it. And I bring this up because I've had a lot of people to say, well, I get a 30-minute reminder a lot via text, but it's too late. I need to know about the show earlier. Well, the show has been coming on for almost 13 years now at the same time, 12 p.m. Eastern time, okay? And so this is why I recommend that you go ahead and put it in your calendar because your calendar is going to pull up a notification and remind you that the show is there. But if you should need to listen to our previous broadcast, they are all there for you in the members portal. So get yourself connected. And again, if you have not received an invitation to be part of the members portal, it's easy to, to, to join. Simply go to member, no S, just member.womenaboutbiz, that's B-I-Z as in zebra, dot net. Again, member.womenaboutbiz.net. And then when you get to the page, click the red sign up button. You know, select the membership that you want. I suggest that you select the free bronze membership if you've never been a member of Women About Biz. If you have, you know, consider joining at the Silver Club level. Um, But certainly the bronze membership is a very valuable membership. It's our free lifetime membership. And it's going to always keep you connected at Women About Biz. Let's go ahead and um, move on. I want to share uh, just a few announcements of what we've got in store for you coming up during the month of September. So wonderful um, that during this month of September, as I said before, this is the fourth month. Um, I'm sorry, this month is is taking us into the fourth quarter, I should say. And it is a very pivotal month because it means so much. It means that we should be strategically planning for our business for the following year. It means that we should be also looking at our holiday campaign. If we're going to have a holiday campaign, it's time to start getting our holiday campaign together, you know, and looking at what we are going to be presenting others and offering others for the holiday season. So it means a lot of things. And it also means that it's four months before the end of the year. And certainly, 
We want to end the year doing things right. May not have been able to accomplish all of the goals that we had hoped to accomplish. However, it is possible to still end the year with seeing some positive results in your life and your business, but you must be committed. You must tighten up things, straighten up things, and get it together so that you can make it happen. And of course, that's exactly what we're going to help you to do at Women About Biz. And of course, as you listen to Successful Woman Radio, we're going to keep reminding you of the important things that you need to be taking care of for your business. So over in our Crown Club and Community, which is our member portal, I'm going to go into our Knowledge Center. And I just want to let you know about some um, different articles that we have uh, in there that is going to be available for you. So in particular, in the business marketing um, channel, you know, again, we have five ways to make the most of your business for the summer season. Whether you know it or not, even though people associate September with being fall, September still is a part of the summer season, right? And the fall season is not going to come until probably, I think it's like the, the 20th or the 22nd of September, um, you know, so again, um, Keep in mind that September is still considered part of the summer. And as a matter of fact, I'm looking at it now. I just pulled it up on Google. So Saturday, September 23rd marks the first day of, of fall season in the Northern Hemisphere. So again, um, here we are still in the summer season. And it's important for us to really start looking at how we're going to market our business for the fall season you know, what what we're actually going to do uh, for holiday specials and that type of thing. So again, it's very important. So I want to encourage all of you, if you have not joined our member portal, again, you need to, so that you can participate in our goal setting planning for the month of September. You are going to absolutely love all of the things that we have in store. This is normally just for our silver members, but we are inviting guests and our Bronze Club members to come on board uh, for the month of September because we want everybody to experience goal setting in the way that in a way that is going to empower you and enhance everything that you want to do for your business. Okay. Another wonderful article in the marketing channel that I think you need to read is how to successfully make a sale. Again, how to successfully make a sale. And it's right there in the marketing channel. I want you guys to read that. Why? Because I talk about what does sure what what having a sale mean and what does it mean um, in having a sale in closing the sale, what does that mean and how do you find your sales closure ratio? And this is very important because not only are you supposed to be marketing and generating leads, but you're supposed to be closing the sale. So that's one good article that you need to read. Another great article in the marketing channel is seven ways to build loyalty with your customers. That's a good one because remember, if we want that 80-20 rule to um, work on our behalf, which is 80% of our business comes from 20% of our customers, our clients, we've got to know how to build loyalty with our customers, right? Very, very key. And then we've got marketing on a budget, ideas to monetize your business. So we've got some wonderful 
in-depth how-to articles in the marketing channel, which is located in the new member portal. So if you go to womenaboutbiz.net, just the main website, you're going to notice that the knowledge center is no longer there. Everything has been moved behind the curtain in the member portal. So again, if you're not a member of Women About Biz, feel free to go to womenaboutbiz.net, sign up as a bronze member, and it's automatically going to pull up the new member portal so that you can get yourself signed up and be part of something quite extraordinary, something quite wonderful. Um, Another thing that I wanted to mention to you also, we've had some members that have written in asking, are we still going to do a book club? And for those of you that love reading, you're an avid book reader, we are working hard to make sure that we have a book club that is not only just you know, putting a picture of a book and saying this is the book of the month, but we want to make sure that we have an active and thriving book club where um, women are actually able to not only read the book, but be able to know how to implement strategies and principles that are listed in the book, right? So we are working hard to bring that to you. And hopefully we will have that by the end of September. Um, Know that it's our goal at Women About Biz to get that book club up and running as soon as we possibly can. Um, And so I think at least by the end of September or early October, you will see the book club uh, in its full glory. And, you know, we will start getting people signed up to be in the book club itself. So there you have it, announcements of what's happening in our member portal, what's going on over at womenaboutbiz.net. Next, I'm going to go ahead and go right into our topic for today, which is, you know, remember, our theme is all about details that you should know about as a business owner. And one of those details is how to create a marketing budget. This is a time to take out your pen and notepad. And let's go ahead and get down to it, right? So creating a marketing budget, it really is a critical component of any successful business strategy. It allows you to allocate resources very effectively. It allows you to measure the return of the investment that you have made, and it ensures that your marketing efforts align with your overall business goals. So whether you are a startup with limited funds or a well-established company, a well-planned marketing budget is essential to the success of your business. So today I'm going to walk you through some of the steps that, that will help you to create a marketing budget and maximize your marketing efforts, okay? So let's start with step one, define your business goals. Wow, how important is that? Before diving into the numbers, it's crucial to have a clear understanding of your business objectives, what you're trying to achieve with your marketing efforts. Are you looking to increase your brand awareness, drive website traffic, generate leads, or boost sales? You know, what, where are you focusing at? Your marketing budget should align with these types of business goals, okay? Here's step two. Assess your current financial situation. I want you to take a close look at your current financial um, 
situation in the sense of evaluating where you have been. Analyze your revenue expenses and available resources, okay? This step will help you determine how much you can realistically allocate to your marketing budget without jeopardizing your overall financial stability. Here's here's where the cash flow analysis, ladies, really come into play. Because if you do a real cash flow analysis, meaning if, if you do a real-time cash flow analysis where you are keeping up with money coming in for the month and money leaving out, it really allows you to tighten up your budget and it allows you to see where you can pull money from to help contribute towards your marketing budget. Because your marketing budget is going to consist of, you know, whether you're, you're paying Facebook for online advertisements, whether you're advertising, advertising online on LinkedIn or, um, you know, whether you're paying somebody for social media marketing. So in order for you to, to pay people, you've got to determine whether you have enough sales coming in to actually cover all of that, right? And sometimes when you don't, this is when you have to look at getting a business loan for the purpose of marketing um, or looking at some other way you're going to uh, get your marketing taken care of. So again, assessing your current financial situation, which is step two, is, is very, very important. Here's step three. Establish a percentage of your revenue. Now, one common, one common approach to determining your marketing budget is to kind of like follow the guidelines of the Direct Marketing Association, right? So you will allocate a percentage of your annual revenue or the annual revenue that you have set goals for. So the exact percentage can vary depending on your industry, your business size, and your goals. On average, companies allocate around 5 to 10% of their annual revenue to marketing. However, this can be a lot higher for startups and companies in very, very competitive markets, okay? So if your goal, for example, is to generate $100,000, then 10% of $100,000 is $10,000. That means that you've got to allocate $10,000 of your, uh, of, of your gross income to your marketing, okay? Here's step four. Identify your marketing expenses. So you've got to break down your marketing expenses into categories. And so the most common categories for your marketing expenses might be advertising, social media marketing, email marketing, public relations, events and trade shows, marketing technology, creative services such as the cost for graphic design, video production, and other miscellaneous expenses, okay? And I want to go back over those again because those are various categories to identify your marketing expenses. Like, okay, now that I've uh, allocated, you know, 10% of the annual income I want to generate, now what I need to do is I need to break it down into categories that I'm going to be spending this money on. And again, those categories, is actually about eight of them, is advertising, number two, social media marketing, number three, email marketing, number four, public relations, number five, events and trade shows, number six, marketing technology, Number seven, creative services, and number eight, miscellaneous. Those are the basic core areas of 
uh, of marketing that people will have to spend money on, okay? And then step five is allocate funds to each of those categories, right? So once you've determined the percentage of money that you will be spending on marketing for the year, then you need to um, then allocate the um, that amount of money. You need to spread it out over the year of how much that's going to be. Now, I want to do a side note here because I know I mentioned that 5 to 10% of, of the annual sales goal is what you should expect to pay in marketing expenses. So I've had people to say, well, if I'm not generating that income yet, are you saying that I might need, for example, if I want to make 100000 are you saying that I might need $10,000 up front to actually market my business? So it depends. The answer to that is that it depends, right? Certainly, if you were to get a business loan of some kind uh, or a grant of some kind to uh, out to market your business, you would be better off, right? You would be further ahead of where you had to go. But the one thing I want you guys to keep in mind is that in addition to paying for marketing, still need to keep your organic marketing going on. Now, what is organic marketing? Organic marketing is all of those different things that you do to attract people to what you have. So it could be a blog article. It could be social media posts that you put with links going back to that article or website. It could be webinars that you're giving to demonstrate your credibility and your expertise. It could be so many other things. There's so many ways to organically market yourself and have an organic reach. But what you should know is that it takes a much longer time and it takes a um, a complete consistent system in order for organic marketing to work work well for you. So it's going to take time. But when you pay for advertisement, when you when you put money into your marketing, what happens is that it's going to give you a huge boost and it's going to give you results faster. Okay, this is very important for you to know. So as you establish your marketing budget, the answer is, is that it depends. Will you need all of that money up front? Not necessarily because you'll be spreading it out over a period of time. But what you will need is you will need some money, um, you know, in the, in the front part of, of starting your business or in the front part of creating your marketing campaign. You will need some money to go ahead and start paying for advertisement and other things to market your business. So keep that in mind. I've also had people to ask, is that why I'm not seeing any results? And it, and it could, the answer is, it could be. But most of the time, if you're doing organic marketing and you're getting yourself out there, you are going to have some kind of results, okay? It takes a little bit longer time. It takes a lot more work and energy and effort. But organic marketing does work. But you should not only depend on organic marketing, you should also depend on paid advertisement, and you should depend on paying money for public relations and trade shows and email marketing and all those things that can come together to really help give your business a boost as you attract people to what you have to offer, okay? Here's step five. Step five is allocate funds to each of those categories. So we just talked about that, of allocating money to the eight categories that I called out 
um, that most people will need to use in marketing their business. Step six is monitor and adjust. So, again, creating a marketing budget is not a one-time task. It's essential to continuously monitor your spending and adjust your budget as needed, okay? So analyzing the performance of your marketing campaigns and reallocating resources to areas that are delivering the best results is the name of the game. You don't keep paying money for advertising if it's not working. That's why you have to be consistent with it so that you can really see what's working and what's not working. Okay, so you just really need to remember that. So as the CEO of your business, your responsibility, once you put a marketing system in place, you're paying money out for certain things in your marketing, you need to determine whether it is viable, whether you should continue to spend the money in that particular area or eliminate it altogether and push the money towards another area that is giving you results. The other thing I want to say, too, is that when you're paying money for advertising, don't dilute your advertising. You know, if you want to have Facebook ads, then as a small business owner, just advertise on Facebook for the time being to see what type of leads and um, that is generating, okay? Very, very important. And again, don't forget, the whole purpose of marketing altogether, whether you're paying for it or whether you're doing organic market, the whole purpose, and, and only this, is to attract people to what you have to offer. Once you attract them, then they need to go into a funnel process so you can begin to develop that relationship with these individuals. They can begin to get to know you, okay? And then once they begin to get to know you, you are calling them to action with special offers that you have, and that is when your responsibility then is to close the sale with them in some way. So when you create your funnel system, or your marketing strategy, you've got to know how to lead a person through your business to what you have to offer, give them a taste of it by giving them a compelling offer at no cost, giving adding some value, and then know when you're going to ask them to become a client or a customer. You've got That's the end result is that you are walking them through a system where they get to know who you are, you get to validate your business, um, show your credibility and your expertise. They get began to develop that relationship and trust because you're consistent in your marketing and exposing them to who you are to the point that they are they are ready to be called to action to become a customer or a client or a member of your of of what you have to offer. So keep that in mind as well. And then step seven, okay, in in you know creating your marketing budget step 7 is track and measure your return on your investment or we call it ROI return on investment and to determine the effectiveness of your marketing budget track and measure the ROI for each marketing initiative okay remember those categories i called out you've got to determine you know how well 
Your money is being spent for advertising, social media marketing, email marketing. Uh, if you're hiring a public relations expert, how, how is that working? Events and trade shows, marketing and technology, creative services, the cost for uh, graphic design, video production, all those creative services, and any other marketing-related expenses. Now, these are just categories that most people spend in marketing, but and you don't have to spend money on every one of these categories because based on where you are in your business, you may not need every one of them. But again, you have to monitor whatever monies you are spending in a, a particular marketing category. You've got to measure and determine its effectiveness, and we call that the rate of return on your investment, okay? And this is going to allow you to optimize your marketing budget over time and really get to know your business. Listen up, queens. Creating a marketing budget is a dynamic process that requires careful planning, analysis, and adjustment, right? By aligning your marketing budget with your business goals, assessing your financial situation, and allocating resources wisely, you can maximize the impact of your marketing efforts while staying within your budget constraints. But you must remember that an effective marketing budget is a valuable tool for driving business growth and achieving your long-term success. So it's time for you as you... You know, this September is, is a lot about developing your business strategy for the next year. It's important for you to prepare a cash flow analysis and start looking at your marketing budget and what it is that you need to be spending on attracting other people to what you have to offer. I hope this information has helped you. I hope you guys took good notes. Uh, because developing a marketing budget is really a way to help your business to grow at a faster pace. So if you didn't get all of this that I was saying, of course, you know, you can listen to the rebroadcast within your member portal, right? Uh, so that's very, very key. I'm so excited about this topic of creating your marketing budget because it's something that a lot of home-based business owners, um, micro-business, small-business owners, those individuals that are still aspiring to get to that high-figure, high-five-figure income on a monthly or annual basis, striving towards that six-figure income, it's something that we need to understand that we can't be a big business if we're not willing to start off practicing the principles of big business, Right. So we've got to get ourselves there and do things right and have the right kind of foundation. That's all I have for today. I hope that you guys have enjoyed this information, that you've taken good notes. And again, make sure you get yourself signed up for our new member portal at member.womenaboutbiz.net. I want you to have a productive and an abundant week. Remember, put yourself and your business priority Let's make some things happen.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.